Good morning, everybody. Can we stand in God's presence for a wee moment, please? And, uh, you know, can you just... It'd be good to warm, it's good in this uh, climate to warm one another up a wee bit. So why don't we put our hands together for 60 seconds, clap, and shout the name of Jesus. Come on. Shout the name of Jesus. Welcome the Lord Jesus. Come on. Come on. We love you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Magnify your name, Lord 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 Jesus. Ho, ho! Now! That's great. In Scotland, when you used to give somebody the elbow, it was punting somebody, but now it's a welcome. So why don't you walk across the aisle or walk around to the chair in the next two minutes, give somebody the elbow, tell them your name, how much money you need, anything at all. All right, just come on, walk across, guys, everybody. Find somebody. Go on, walk across, elbow, welcome. Shake this thing up. Come on. The church has got to be alive and buzzing, guys. There's got to be a buzz. There's got to be a buzz. It's got to be good and got to be a buzz. All right. Connection. I bet you wish you'd put your deodorant on this morning. So, George Keenan, could you stand for a moment so I could see you, brother? I don't want to mess up your, your deal, but in 15 minutes, if you could come down here and give us a George Keenan version of I Saw the Light. Tim, you can Google the chords there. I'll give you permission to Google. No, I'm just kidding. Is that possible, George? Don't want to screw up the plan, but, but, but actually I do. So anyway, so, so, so then, then you can come back to your, your, your gig. But we're going to have some fun. Today's more about a... One. Especially when the power of God comes into your microphone. And so, you know, you know, we're going to have fun. Can I ask you a quick question? How many people be willing to admit that sometimes you struggle to hear clearly the voice of God? Come on, raise your hand, raise your hand. Hey, you're in good company because in the Bible for 400 years, they struggled to hear the voice of God because he never spoke. But now he does. And I want to encourage you today because the voice of God, I never heard for seven years. And I was desperate. Dead. There were no books on the subject, no CDs, and I met a wee grandmother. And um, that, that switched on the power of God and the voice of God. And so my goal today is to switch the power of God, the presence of God, and the voice of God. So you never need to leave the house again in stress or come home in stress. Because the key to annihilating stress is the voice of God. And so, my title today is, Thy Kingdom Come. Thy Kingdom Come. Because when God speaks, the calmness comes. When he told the disciples in Luke 8 to cross the river, uh, you've been there. God asks you to do something, you get halfway across, and you think he's abandoned you and you're goosed. You start a business, you start a relationship, you get halfway across, and you oh! And God says, I didn't bring you this far to drop you. And that's what happened with the disciples. They get across. I love it. They get across. There's a storm. Jesus is having a nap. 
Stop feeling guilty, old geezers like me who have naps in the afternoon. King Jesus had wee naps. He's having a wee nap, and uh, the storm kicks off. And what it says is, the disciples were terrified. See, he's shown us what to do when you get terrified. When the wife gets going to get a cesarean and you're not expecting that, you're terrified. But God's given us a key. So you don't have to live one single day in stress, one single day in panic, one single day in fear. He's given us a key. And we're going to have a workshop fun with us today. And every single person in here that has never heard the voice of God before or struggles to hear the voice of God or wants to find a way to hear the voice of God every single day or, you know, you're in trouble and you need the voice of God more than ever, you're going to hear that. Because in order to bring comfort and agreement to others, you've got you to find out how to get some comfort in the first place for yourself and an overflow to give to others. So we've got to find out how to get comfort for ourselves and an overflow for others. And how do you get that comfort from the voice of God speaking to you through the power of the Holy Spirit? Here's how it happened. They're in a total panic. Jesus wakes up from his nap, and it says this. Uh, it says that when Jesus spoke, there you go. When Jesus spoke, the game was over. When Jesus spoke, the storm was over. When Jesus speaks to you, it doesn't matter what trouble you're in, the game is over. The devil's finished. He's lost his power. Because anytime God spoke, miracles come from his mouth. There's a great song about that going around at the moment. Absolutely love it. Every time he opens his mouth, uh, uh, miracles come running out. Disciples were terrified uh, because, but then Jesus spoke. He rebuked the waves, the raging waves. Suddenly the storm calmed and all was calm. Guys, the government are scurrying this morning to try calm the markets. The electricity and gas companies are, are scurrying. In other words, almost every aspect of society is scurrying this morning. How do we calm things and bring calm things? If you're going to bring comfort to somebody in the storm, the number one thing they need is peace. Now, is this possible? Well, if it's not possible, Jesus would never have said, let the peace of God rule in your heart. We're not going to go to work with anything other than peace. We're not going to come home with anything other than peace. And it is possible and crystal clearly delivered by the living God. The disciples were terrified and said, who's this man? When he speaks, when he speaks, the wind and the waves, I could add the demons and anxieties and the fears, obey him. Everything against you has to submit to the voice of God. Very quickly, we'll go to 2 Corinthians 1. Oh, praise to God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ. Here it comes, guys. God is our merciful Father and the source. He is the source of all comfort. So if we're going to step out this discomfort game and step into the comfort game where we have an overflow every day we leave the house, 
to bring some comfort to somebody and bring some agreement and peace to them. We've got to first, every morning and last thing at night, come to the source. I do that every single day. I remember this morning, I didn't feel I needed it. I wasn't in a storm. But I said, Lord, would you speak? And he took me to the moment he said to the disciples, hey, let's get in a boat. And it's a jolly, a boat, brilliant, brilliant. And then they get that point where, and as I was driving here, I checked my clock and the car, my car had completely run out of oil, completely run out of oil. What do you do when there's not a spinful oil in your car? <laughs> and then the, I remember the Lord spoke, I haven't brought you this far to goose your motor car. I haven't brought you this far to drop you in it. So I was able to stop at a wee shop, get a pint or two, and just guzzle it up. Anyway, he comforts us in all, 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 all our troubles. You're not supposed to carry your trouble one day or minute. He comforts us if we know how to go and get the comfort. We're going to have a Holy Ghost. I felt like I was talking like Joe there. You know, we're going to have a Holy Ghost, Joe. We're going to have... We're going to have God speak to us today and bring calm. And I'm going to give you a three-minute exercise the Holy Spirit gave me. And every, I practice this every morning, every day, and sometimes five times a day. Because storm could come through a text. Storm could come. I got a storm a week ago when a friend of mine that I coach in America said he was coming to spend a week with me. That's all right. Till you discover he is six feet seven. He runs 139 mile races in his spare time. One 37 hours straight running. So what did I do? The Lord asked the Lord to get speaking. He says, get Aaron to run him up the mountains and burn the legs off him for the first day. When he come back to the mountains, how are you doing? He says, oh, I'm struggling. I said to them, I'll book you into the gym tomorrow. Oh, no, no, my, my legs need time to recover. Thank you, Aaron. Put your hands together and give a little bit of... God will bring, send somebody to bring you comfort. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with comfort. When you're in that moment of suffering, you, t you open up, let God speak, and you find in that moment, he gives you comfort in your suffering. Even when we're weighed down with troubles, it's for your comfort and salvation. So there's a hundred aspects to this topic, but my main one is the one that most people struggle in every country I've visited. How to hear God's voice and how to hear it clearly. When I was a little boy, it was the greatest thing in the world to hear my dad's voice. The problem is he couldn't hear mine. He was deaf in both ears. And when I tried to introduce him to my friends like Adrian, he could never get the name right. To the day he died, he called Adrian Agent. He was an agent. Well, I think he got it right. Adrian was an agent of the Holy Spirit in the kingdom of God. But he could not hear the word Adrian. It's brilliant. And every woman was called Bridget because he couldn't, he just, he just changed the name to Bridget. He was a crazy Irishman. And, uh, I'm so glad I have a father now that hears everything we say clearly. Everything we say. So guys, your, your, your father's ears were not damaged in the war. Your father's ears are not dull. They're never closed. They never sleep. 
and he wants, he says, my sheep hear my voice. I was going to say to him, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. Because every single one I speak to really struggle. But he's saying, the idea is that his sheep hear his voice. And if I've ever been a gift in 40 years of ministry, it's from a wee grandmother called Frida Fluid. It taught me how to hear God's voice on a train. Complete stranger she was. Very quickly, three things you must do. Three things you must do very quickly if you want to hear God's voice, if you want to receive tremendous comfort from the Father's heart, the Father's word. Some of you are in big trouble right now, or your family's in big trouble. And you need, you desperately need the Father to speak. And when the Father speaks to, today, tomorrow you find yourself sometimes empty again. We can't live this way, guys. We can't go through our day this way. So we have to find a way to agree with what the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And when his voice comes, it's not just comfort. Miracles take place. The problems you're facing, the worries you're facing, the anxieties you're facing, the Bible makes it clear that the winds obeyed. The winds of the storm obeyed when Jesus spoke. And uh, today's going to be one of the greatest days. I promise you, I promise you. If you're into this and put your heart in it, I promise you, you'll go home a very, very blessed human being. Even more so, the Father's going to be totally blessed because there's nothing worse as it Aaron when you're speaking to the five bairns at breakfast and not one's listening to you. Get your pajamas off and get your school clothes on and finish the cornflakes in one ear and out the other. How are we doing time-wise? Okay, George, maybe 30 seconds. You can get your uh, rock and roll band wandering up here. Three things, guys. Number one, you've got to decide. Number two, you've got to decenter. That's the key for today, decenter. You've got to deliver. So you've got to decide either the Bible is true or not and God speaks, and he loves to speak to you as much as he speaks to his son, Jesus. Jesus did zippo, zero, nothing, except what the Father's voice told him to do. What a way to live. And that's what he wants to help us with today. Number two, decenter. Decenter yourself. When you enter the Curry Night Cafe, when you enter a room and you enter somewhere, you'll bring comfort to others if you stop, if you take yourself off the center. So if you go, um, if you don't go, where's, where's the most comfiest chair? Where's the nicest person to speak to? I need an easy night. I need easy listening. Where, where is, but if you take yourself off the center and say, Jesus, you know, where's the worst seat? Where's the person no one wants to talk to? <laughs> You're going to panic, guys, if a stranger comes and sits beside you at Curry next week now, eh? <laughs> oh, am I the last person? No, no, that's not worth. But, but it's basically, in every situation, take yourself out the center. And the third one is that when God speaks, when God speaks, it's a command. 
And the command might be, fear not. But it might be, go and give Ian Dora a tenner. He'll ask you all kinds of stuff. And, and the, the beautiful thing is, don't let 30 seconds go by. We'll go half our zine if the tenors roll in, all right? So, 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 so he's going to ask you things. And when you obey, when you obey what he asks you to do, that's when the miracles kick in. And so can, can we just stand? Are you okay, George? Get, let the riffs rip. So let's start. We're going to, I'm going to, we, we're going to go into a, a moment I could take, I need 20 hours to explain what I just walked through there. But can we just stand for a moment? We're going to go into a five, ten minute workshop now. So we're going to prepare our hearts to hear the voice of God. How do you prepare your hearts to hear the voice of God? And God's good because you don't always have time to do this when the baby's sick and spewing all over the floor. You don't always have time to do this, you know. And that's okay, he's big enough. But when you have time to do this, the Bible says you enter his courts with you enter you enter his courts with thanksgiving. Uh, you enter it with praise. So that's why I've asked us to give us a song here. And I promise you, you don't have to live another day. Because when he speaks, he knew the car was going to run out of oil. Halfway here. Halfway here. He knew. And he said, I haven't taken you, have we? And we battle all our life and we think it's this, this. Of course, we've all had stuff and, and I'm not making that small. But I'm telling you, if you know how to come and hear the Father's voice first thing in the morning. And as soon as the Lord showed me this recently, reminded me this recently, I was in the middle of Asda. I didn't care if they arrested me. I just stood in the middle of Asda and raised my hands. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Arrest me if you want. I love you, Jesus. Would you speak? And he spoke. But if nobody shows you how, it's a struggle. Don't panic, don't worry. Don't think, oh, he's gonna to talk to everybody else except me. He's gonna to talk to everybody else except me. I'm not the greatest, I'm not the best, I'm not holy, I'm not really a very good holy wally. He's not looking for holy wallies. He's just looking for his kids. He loves to talk to you. So he says, you enter his course with thanksgiving, you enter his course with praise. So we're going to have a song of praise with thanksgiving and just prepare your heart. Just decide, you know what? I'm not going to reason this out in my brain no more. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust there is a father. And I'm going to trust what he says. He speaks to his kids. All right, George, can you let her rip, please? I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. 
darkness and no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the George. Let's close our eyes, guys. The presence of the Lord is here. The Father loves you as much as he loves his son. And he's opening your ears right now. Some of you are going to find this easy. Some a wee bit more struggle because distraction. So you can practice this at home. So I want everybody to close your eyes and make way for God to speak to you. So I'm going to ask God in the next 60 seconds to take you to a story in the Bible. 80% of the time God speaks to us through his word. In the next 60 seconds. And don't go, I don't like that story. I don't understand that story. So try to get a better one. Just whatever story God brings to you in the next 60 seconds by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's going to lead you to a story in the Bible. He loves to speak to you through his word in the next 60 seconds. And as soon as a picture, a moment, a story in the Bible begins to come, just very quickly acknowledge that by raising your right hand and putting it down again. Very quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Story in the Bible. Thank you. Not always easy to concentrate, but that's okay. You might not understand the story. It might be vague, but just it might even just be a word, a moment. That's okay. As soon as that comes to you, just raise your right hand very quickly. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God speaks 24-7. He comforts 24-7. It's impossible to comfort folks and agree with them if you're empty of comfort. And this is the way he brings comfort to you morning and night. By stepping into his presence, let him speak. So I'm going to pray one more thing, guys. I gotta pray one more thing. So let's close our eyes. Let's look at Jesus. In the next 60 seconds, I'm gonna ask the Holy Spirit to take you to a specific moment in the story. A specific word, a specific moment in the story. In the name of Jesus. Let them zoom you in. You're now zooming in and training your spirit how to be still before God and hear his voice. We have to train and zone in. And as he takes you, 
a moment in the story or a scene in the story or a word in the story in 60 seconds. Again, just quickly acknowledge that and raising your right hand very quickly all over the room. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It might be vague, it might be unclear, but that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. You love your people. You love your children. You love them so much. Like a father or a mother with a newborn baby. Your whole game plan is to lift us to your banqueting table, Father. Like Mephibosheth, he was crippled in the legs. You carried him to your presence and your love. And in this moment, guys, the Father's picking you up and he's carrying you to his banqueting table. He desperately wants you to know how much he loves you and loves to speak to you. So one final prayer, guys. And don't panic if this is not happening for you because my wife, she needs to get alone in a room, get herself quiet, away from distractions for this to happen. So don't worry, guys. God loves you and he's going to speak. He's going to speak today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And I want to encourage you just to do this three simple step every morning and night. Father, bring a story in the Bible. Father, take me to a moment. And here's the final part, guys. Father God, would you speak to me in this moment what it is that's on your heart? Why have you taken me to this story? Why have you taken me to this moment of the story? What are you trying to say to me to bring comfort to my heart in the next 60 seconds? In the next 60 seconds. In Jesus' name. And as you're beginning to get an idea of what he's trying to say to you, would you acknowledge that in the next 60 seconds? Just quickly raise your right hand if you've got an idea of what he's trying to say to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. How about the ladies? Could all the ladies are beginning to understand what's going on, what he's trying to say? Could you just quickly raise your hand if that's you? If not, don't worry, just take your time. Take your time. Now let's open our eyes, guys. We've been in the presence of God. It's not always easy to zone in with around people. But I promise you, I've given you a Holy Spirit tool. I use tools all the time. A friend of mine spent 15,000 pounds designing an app to help a, a million children in the world discover in five minutes if they have dyslexia or not. In the mountains of Scotland, he said, can I practice it on you, Jimmy? 
He's always thought I was a bit strange, you know. And he did the test. He did it with my friend, he was 53%. He did it with me, 93%. I'm completely off the scale. I said, you need to design a better app, 93%. I said, is there anything good about a so-called dyslexic? He said, yeah, you love pictures more than words. Whoa, visions, dreams. And I love reading the Bible, it speaks to me. I love reading books, but when God gives me a picture and God gives me a dream. So I'm just going to ask a couple of people quickly to come and tell the story if that's okay. Give it up for the Lord Jesus Christ. He loves you. Don't worry if it, you're going to need a bit longer tonight before you go to sleep, tomorrow morning. In Asda, wherever you are, ask God to take you to his word. Ask him to speak to you through his word, and I promise you, you're stepping into a whole new level of comfort. So I'm going to ask a couple of people to come quickly. Cullen, come on, my man. Give it up for Cullen. Rana. No. Well, give your, if you don't, give your dad an elbow and kick him up here. Fight between the two of you, but one of you is coming up. All right. Fight between the two of you. Right. Wow. So, Cullen, tell us what happened. Um, so, mine was um, Noah's Ark, the story of Noah's Ark. The point it came to me was when um, he was releasing the doves and the, the birds to try and find, you know, any like, sort of um, evidence of land. And the um, idea I got was, was trust. Trust in God. Trust that he will deliver us. Trust that we will get through, you know, all the current kind of turmoil in the world and all that kind of thing. So that was, that was my one. Wow. Uh, don't worry, Rana. We're okay. We're going to let you off the hook. We're going to ask your mom to come instead. <laughs> Who's worse? All right. We'll, we'll give this family a wee rest. It's all right. Take it easy. I hate it. I've, I'm being honest. I do this all the time, but I hate it when somebody asked, does this to me. Would, would, is there any lady in the house who would like to come and share what God said? Come on, Joanne. Give it up for Joanne. Now we're done. Good morning, Vine Church. Uh, my story was Daniel in the lion's den. And I saw myself calm and serene. And the lion's mouth was shut, and God said to me, I have called you by your, um, your name. You are mine, and I need you to step out to what I've called you to do. Wow. Come on, I deserve a bigger clap than that, guys. Come on. I thought I was in the Mormon church there for a minute. Guys, before you go, this started. My memory's not as good as it used to be, so if I'm repeating myself, just run away. This started when I asked the Lord for a title, and Elma appeared to me in a dream. We've been married 50 years. She's never once appeared to me in a dream. She's never needed to because she's already there. But she appeared to me in a dream. And she just walked into my room and said, everything's calm now. 
And this calmness came over me. And it was like God said, if, if that's what happens when your wife speaks, what would happen if you let me speak, your father? And so I said, okay, go ahead and speak then. And he says, thy kingdom come. And that's when I thought, oh, there goes my dys dyslexia kicking in again. Because it's wrong, lad. It's thy kingdom come. And he says, no, no. When every time the kingdom comes down, every time he speaks, calmness. I was going to finish, but Lynn Keenan, I've just got a sense that you have to share what God showed you. Give it up for Lynn, guys. You should, that's the biggest smile I've ever seen in George's face. <laughs> He's picking on you the day. Um, I got taken to the part in the Bible where um, Moses is standing in the part in the Red Sea. And basically what I saw was God was saying, follow my path. My path is open for you. Follow my path. Put your trust in me and I'll, I'll never leave you. We thank you. Lynn needed to hear that. You needed to hear that, Lynn. We all needed to hear that. And I thank God he allowed us to finish on that. Because it doesn't get any more beautiful than that. Can you feel his presence? His peace? His love? His joy? Put your head on the pillow tonight. Father, take me to the story in the Bible. And here's the deal. He could take you to the same story, David and Goliath, a hundred times and show you a completely different thing every time. So don't panic when it takes you to the same story. Guys, give it up for Lynn and George and the band here today. Thanks very much. God bless you guys.